Good evening, everyone. Broadcasting live May 30th. This will be our last broadcast for a while. Maybe I'll do some audio broadcasts from Asia, but probably no video broadcasts for a while. I'm heading off to Thailand, Sri Lanka, maybe even Taiwan, but I'll be back June, June 29th, so for a whole month. I'm going to see my teacher to um, just to let him know about our new monastery, our new center here get his blessing, to offer him some robes, and, and make a stop in Sri Lanka, just because it's Sri Lanka. Um, do some teaching in Sri Lanka as well, I guess. then come back and there's lots of people already signed up for meditation courses in July and August so lots to do over the summer today's quote is about bathing and this quote comes from the Wat uh, discourse on the simile of the cloth which is a rather famous sutta among Buddhists that uh, talks about purity it's an important simile that a clean cloth a pure cloth can be dyed in any color dye and it takes the dye it takes the color well so it's beautiful no matter what color you dye in it you dip it in but a dirty cloth an impure cloth likewise doesn't matter what dye you, you dip it in it's not going to be beautiful doesn't matter what color What is the cause? Why is that? Because of the purity of the cloth. And the mind is the same. And he gives this simile, Jitte asankirite sugati patiganka Jitte sankirite dugati patiganka In the case of the mind that is defiled, dugati, an unpleasant future, patikanka, without doubt, is, is to be had without doubt. For a mind that is undefiled, that is pure, happiness is Future without doubt. 
life is unsure. Think of all the changes in our lives, all the changes we've gone through, all the uncertainty we've had to face. And without a guide, without a without a compass of some sort, the future is very much uncertain. And seeing this and knowing this, we, we try to find, we try to direct and control our futures. But mostly uh, the way we work it is based on what we want based on our preconceived desires and ideas. And, and that doesn't ever make us happy. We try to we try to get happiness, but trying to get happiness doesn't make us happy. All it does is make us want happiness more. So there's nothing wrong with wanting happiness, right? Theoretically, wanting happiness is the right, the right idea. Everyone should want to be happy. You can open the window if you want. Oh. We go about it the wrong way. The Buddha taught purity for a very important reason which he states in this, which he makes clear, which is why we teach the concept of karma. It's not to, it's not to make us unhappy. The law of karma is to help us find happiness. It's to provide that compass. You don't have to worry about so many things in life. You don't have to worry about what you're going to get, what's going to come your way. It's going to change. Our lives are always going to change. All we have to worry about is the source. We can't control, we can't be sure what's going to come to us in life. But we can be sure of one thing. If the mind is pure, we'll be happy in the future. If the mind is impure, we will suffer from it. We'll be upset, we'll be unhappy, we'll have expectations that are unmet disappointments and displeasures. But if the mind is pure, we will do good things for ourselves, we will do good things to help others, we will make good friends wherever we go. We don't know who those friends will be and we won't be able to choose necessarily. But we will choose those who we meet we will choose to associate with those who we meet who are pure. If our minds are impure, we will choose to associate with those who are impure. We'll hurt ourselves, we'll hurt each other. Goodness, purity, all these things that we, we fail often to grasp, to grasp hold of right in front of us. We all know what goodness is, we all know what purity is. 
and we fail to see it, we fail to grasp it. And so this, uh, the Buddha gives this discourse and he talks about related things. It's a very good discourse, very much worth reading. But then he gets to this quote and he talks about how, how one becomes pure through insight meditation and so on. But then he says, he says, Ayang uchati bhikkave bhikkhu sinato antarena sinanena sinanenati. This is called bhikkhu, bhikkhus, oh bhikkhus, this is called a bhikkhu, a bhikkhu who is bathed by the internal bathing cleansed by the internal cleansing. And he uses the word bathing specifically because there's this one guy sitting in his audience who he wants to reach out to. Because the commentary says he knows that this guy is going to, has the potential to become enlightened. So he specifically mentions this. And right away this Brahman, Sundarika Bharadwaja, asks the Buddha a question. He says, Gachati panabhavam gotamo bahukang nading sinaitung Does the venerable, does the venerable Gotama go to the Bahuka river to bathe? And the Buddha says, King Brahmana bahukaya nadia King bahuka nadi karisati He says, what's with the Bahuka River, Brahman? What's so special about it? What, what, is, what, will, uh, what will the Bahuka River do? What is it? What good is it? And he shrugs and says, Loka Samadha hi bo gotamo, gotama. Bahukanadi Bahujanasa Punya Samatai Bhogotama. Bahukanadi Bahujanasa. Bahukaya anyway, he goes on. He says the Loka Samata means the world. I think it means it's actually a weird spelling. It should be Loka. Mm. Oh I see. Could be Moka Samata. The Nadi, the Bahuka River, is thought, is understood, is agreed to samata. Samata means it's samata. Means it's agreed to be. It's, it's thought to be. Uh, liberating. It's thought to be, it's thought to be for goodness by many people uh, it is thought to remove to wash away sin papakama means evil deeds evil deeds that have been done it is thought to wash them away So this was a thing in India. So using this this sort of language was important to address the 
idea that is still prevalent in India that the rivers will wash away your, your evil deeds, wash away your impurities. And again, talking about faith, faith, faith does this. People who have faith in this actually cultivate wholesomeness because they have this faith. Unfortunately, they, they cultivate also a lot of unwholesomeness with their wrong views, which causes them to ignore the importance of actually getting beyond things like faith. Because faith is good, not nearly enough, especially when it's in the wrong thing. So Buddha shakes his head, I assume, and I don't think he would shake his head. But the Buddha says, all these rivers do nothing. Nichampi balo pakando kankakamo if one is to constantly, consistently, forever, if one is ever to bathe in these rivers, all these, the Bahuka River, the Adikakancha, Adikaka River, Gaya River, Sundarika River, it can't purify black kamma, evil deeds. King Sundarika Karisati, what will the Sundarika River do? King Bagaya, Payaga. What will the Payaga River do? What will the Bahuka River do? Vering Katak Kibisang Narang Nahinang Sodaye Papakaminam. Kibisang. Let's look at the translation. Kibisang uh, is cruel deeds, I think, cruel. They cannot purify an evildoer, a man who has done cruel and brutal deeds. So what is true purity? Sudasave sada bhagu bhagu sudasuposato sada One pure in heart has evermore the feast of spring, the holy day. Uh, Pagu is a special, uh, special holy day. So the, in uh, for Brahmins on the moon of Pagu, Paguna, they have a day of purification. It's a special purification day, and probably in Hinduism they still uh, consider it to be a day of purification. So the Buddha says, one who is pure of mind is always, always has a holiday. One fair in act, one pure in heart, brings his virtue to perfection. It is here, Brahman, that you should be to make yourself a refuge for all beings. If you speak no false, falsehood, nor work harm for living beings, nor take what is offered not, with faith and free from avarice, what need for you to go to Gaia? For any well will be your Gaya. King Kahasi Gayangantwa Udapano Pite Gaya. Yeah, actually, I think Tamika uh, gets it better than Bodhi. I'm not sure why Bodhi translates it as that. Udapano, what is it? 
Udapana means well. Your well will be your Gaya. Might, it, might as well be Gaya. Meaning the water in your well is the same as Gaya. It's the same water. It's just water. And it means that uh, you have Gaya everywhere you go. This idea of purification. So people have strange ideas of purification. A lot of people believe in the importance of purifying the body. It's, it's funny how much emphasis we put on the body. Um, healthy body, healthy mind, they say. Which, you know, arguably there is some benefit to having a healthy body or, you know, taking care of your body. But it's funny that no one thinks to actually make the mind healthy or make the mind pure. And it's not true, but we put far less emphasis on making the mind healthy. The mind we want just to get what we want. Even our spirituality tends to be based on seeking pleasure, seeking happiness. Which, you know, as I said, it's, it's ostensibly good to want to be happy, right? Nobody wants to suffer. The problem is wanting isn't enough. And if your focus is happiness, you'll never be happy. It's funny, huh? Your focus is trying to find happiness. Your focus is, is the happiness. It's a problem because happiness doesn't lead to happiness. Happiness might lead to, uh, might lead to good, it might lead to bad. It's not happiness that leads to happiness, just like it's not suffering that leads to suffering. It's goodness that leads to happiness. It's evil that leads to suffering. This is why we don't have to worry about our futures. We can't be sure what it's going to be like. Sometimes that's disconcerting that, to know that our future might, might not be what we thought it was going to be. So we have to reassess and readjust, reevaluate what's important about life. It's not this the situation. It's not whether I go to Asia or not. It's not whether I have a meditation center here in Hamilton or somewhere else. It's not whether I get this job or that job. It's not whether I have these friends or this family. It's about your mind. It's about your outlook. It's about what you bring to the situation. How you approach it. How you live. How you are. Who you are. What you are. Are you pure in mind? With good intentions for yourself and others? Or corrupt in mind? With evil intentions for yourself and others? This is what we have to look at. This is what meditation is all about about cultivating this purity, striving to be pure in heart, pure in mind. So that's our quote for tonight. It's about bathing. We should all be sure to bathe internally. Let's see if we have some questions. We have a question about karma. Oh, we have a bunch of green people, which is always nice to see. Most of you are green. Thank you. That's appreciated. We meditate together 
sometimes it's a hardship to have to meditate at the same time and I know for many people it's not possible because we're global it's the middle of the night for some people I understand but that people make the effort to come and meditate together is very much appreciated so blame and good, bad aren't these concepts just an excuse to judge yourself or others I mean the thing about karma is it's not that it's a good thing you know, it's not that we we're happy that it's this way. It's that, man, that's a real kind of a real bummer that it's this way. It's a bummer that uh, we have to now deal with the, the things that we've done in the past. Uh, it's a bummer that we, you know, we, we have to feel the effects of karma. It'd be great if we didn't have to. Right? I mean, I suppose in terms of the, in the world now, it would be horrific because we'd kill each other and do whatever we want, you know. But um, but it's not that way. I mean, I guess it's how you look at it. If it, it's it's actually quite liberating to know that if you get mugged, that it's actually because you mugged people in the past. It's not always. It's 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 hardly ever quite so simple. All right, it's hardly ever anywhere near as simple as that. But. There are often trends of that sort, and wouldn't that be great to know? Oh, well, and that's what Buddhists do. They, when they get mugged, they say, it's probably my karma, I probably mugged that person in a past life. It's not, I mean, that's a gross oversimplification, and it ignores the fact that the person, the other person is cultivating new karma. But, uh, you know, it's quite freeing. It again gets back to not worrying so much about your circumstances. And getting a sense that all of that is, or much of that is preordained. Much of our circumstances is going to be beyond our control. Things are going to happen that we didn't foresee and couldn't foresee. And a lot of that's just because of our, our, how we've situated ourselves, the situation we've got ourselves in. I think I need Robin back on here to point the questions out to me. Will meditation lead someone to be immune to hostility of society and help someone become a better version of themselves? Yeah, I saw that, but this was a person who hadn't meditated with us. Yikes, where did everyone go? So I didn't want to answer because I figured if they started to meditate, they'd get the answer. Because I think the answer is simply yes. Will the weekly practice interview happen during June? Should. Uh, the time's going to be wonky, but I think the times are okay for me. I think one of them's like 5.30 or something in Sri Lanka. Luckily, Thailand is 12 hours or no, 11 hours from me, time-wise. But Sri Lanka is a little bit. It's just going to mean I'll have interviews at 5.30, starting at 5.30 a.m. Those are the evening interviews. We'll be at 5.30 a.m. for me. Is fine, of course. The time is going to be all strange anyway. You know how the brain is when we fly halfway across the world. It'll be okay though. Wow, we got a huge list today. Must have thirty people meditated here. Some some people more than once. Awesome. 
Okay, that's all for the questions. I'm going to say good night and wishing you all the best for those of you who rely on YouTube to get uh, these teachings. Well, you might have to come on over to meditation.sirimongolo.org because I'm guessing some of it's going to be audio for the next month. We won't have so much video. I'm not bringing my video camera, a video camera to, to Asia, not this time. Maybe someone else will record something, some talks I give, but otherwise uh, you just have to, just have to be patient. Heck, there's so many videos on YouTube already. Just go watch some of the old ones. Anyway, wish you all the best. Have a good night.